Seeing as how it's already seven o'clock Eastern time, I mean it's habit, folks. How many years have I been doing this program? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on the sixth day of December, 2017. And did we decide when we're shutting down for Christmas, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day, Mike? I have my secretary making up her own schedule. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she really is a part-timer, aren't you, Julie? Well, she didn't answer me. She must not have heard that. Oh, she was talking to you. Hey, part-timer, how you doing? Like I can afford anything else, right? <laughs> uh, you know, today I am, uh, I am reflecting. Every once in a while I do that. You know, I'm not talking about standing in front of a mirror. You know, yesterday, you know, just every once in a while, folks, you, you do what I do every day. And it's business as usual. You got to be there, got to deliver the news, good, bad, or indifferent. And sometimes what happens, you just get into this mode of reporting and, you know, here's another story. Okay, what is this? Uh, what's the implications of this? How does this tie to the globalist and blah, blah, blah. Trying to figure out what's real, what's fake. And they have almost perfected the art of blending the real with the fake. So it's really fake, I guess. But every once in a while, I just get into one of those modes like I was in yesterday. I don't think I would have survived physically and mentally if I did a second hour yesterday. Something would have blown. Something would have split. Something would have fell off. <laughs> something would have happened. And you know what? It felt good. And it felt good because I am righteously indignant. I, you know, how much was enough and how many years ago was that? But there's a problem burning your candle at both ends. And no, I don't like Elton John, so please no emails. 
put it this way. I would have liked Elton John if he would have kept his pecker in his pants. I don't want to know about your sexuality. I don't know. I don't want to know anything about your personal life in regards to your proclivities. Okay. I'd prefer not to know. Because that, that really, you know, how can good fruit blossom from a rotten tree? <laughs> I was talking to somebody today. Hello, Robin. I was talking to uh, a gal today, and that's the observation I made. That when you have people that aren't quite right, you know, half a bubble off plum, you know, canned short of a six-pack, whatever. Whatever you... Uh, Whatever you want to assign to, they just ain't quite right. How can you expect anything perfect from them? No, I'm not saying I am perfect. I am probably one of the most imperfect people that you will meet. But here's the difference. I admit it. I understand my shortcomings. I understand my attributes. I understand. I know who I am. And yesterday, I just... And it was that pause... It was inflicted on me. It's called Round Rock Traffic. We haven't had that before. It's a new experience for all of us here in Round Rock, Texas. But it gave me time to just let my mind wander. And you know what? You can't burn that candle at both ends. You can't stay angry all the time. I've used anger in the past to combat depression. Uh-oh, I can hear people thinking, yeah, gosh. So when I hear him yell most time on the air, he's really depressed? Well, yes and no. If you are a living, breathing, sentient human being in this world today, living in this country, looking at this screwed-up, chaotic world, and we don't have the luxury. We don't have that luxury of most people on this planet sitting around scratching our head, not knowing why this stuff is going on. Every once in a while. You know, I was sitting down in front of this microphone today, and I'm, I'm warning Mike, watch your levels. <laughs> watch your sound levels. You know, there's an automatic thing built into my kind of headset and microphone. It's not really designed that way. But when I overamp, <laughs> I overmodulate, you now hear this strange noise in my ears. I heard that several times yesterday, as well as you, Mike, right? Yeah, quit laughing in there. Righteous indignation. Remember that. And we, and we should all be righteously indignant you know if you remember me saying folks that George Bush Georgie Jr you know Congress granted him the power to go in and meddle in anybody's affairs anywhere anytime under national security reasons and that was important for the Warriors, the new style conservatives, the people that never saw a dead body that they didn't like, a cause that they wouldn't get behind because it meant money. Deplorable acts against fellow human beings. 
And don't get me wrong, every once in a while a bully needs punched in his nose. Otherwise, he'll continue to be what? A bully. This is how I view North Korea and Donald Trump right now. He's doing his level best to punch the fat face boy with the world's worst haircut in the face several times to let him know that, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get your attention. I'm punching you in your schnoz to wake up. Please don't do this. Now, what effect this is going to have going into the future, I can tell you one thing. I don't care how bat crap crazy the leader of North Korea is. He is not going to self-destruct himself and his entire country. Because if this is about winning and losing, how do you put that in the formula and call that a win? To watch your country be turned into a burned-out cinder? To witness most of your people turning in, uh, being turned into medium-rare steaks, if you will? You know, a little crispy on the outside, nice and red on the inside. And you've heard me say this before, that Congress granted George Bush the ability to go beat anybody up, do any military action under the guise of fighting terrorism. See, September 11, 2001 wasn't so much an assault against this country or the death of 3,000-plus people, or making Larry Silverstein very rich, dumping his property that, in order to rehabilitate it, it would have caused, cost him probably as much as the property was worth. And anybody that does collectible cars and restoration, yeah, that's, that's called a love. You never get back out of something what you put into it. It is only going to be valued at what something is willing, somebody is willing to pay for it. People have always tried to assign numbers to things. Well, what are you willing to pay for it? That's the price. So when Congress granted George Bush the ability to go wage war without actually having to declare it, and this is not without precedent, uh, North Korea was the same way. Vietnam was the same way. Any military action we have done, even to Grenada, supposedly going and rescuing a few stranded students, anything that is militarily done by the United States to anybody on this planet is now classified under terrorism guidelines, but doesn't necessarily have to be a terrorist act. It's just their new way of killing people and not being held accountable to anybody especially those in this country. (sighs) This may shock you, or it may not. You might have known it was going on, but to what degree you did not know. Well, I'm here to tell you about it today. How many wars is the U.S. really fighting? Here's a hint for you. Whatever you're thinking, it's wrong. The answer is way more than what you might believe. (sighs) This originally appeared at TomDispatch.com. And the man writes, 
These men, and they are mostly men, belong to an exclusive military fraternity that traces its heritage back to the birth of the nation. Typically, they've spent the better part of a decade as more conventional soldiers, sailors, marines, or airmen before making the cut. They've probably been deployed overseas four to ten times. The officers are generally approaching their mid-thirties. Enlisted men, late 20s. They've had more schooling than most in the military. They're likely to be married with a couple of kids. And day after day, they carry out shadowy missions all over much of this planet, sometimes covert raids, most often hush-hush training exercise from Chad to Uganda, from Bahrain to Saudi Arabia, from Albania to Romania, Bangladesh to Sri Lanka, Belize to Uruguay. The list goes on. They belong to the Special Operations Forces, America's most elite troops, Army Green Berets and Navy SEALs, among others. And odds are, if you throw a dart at the world map or stop uh, a spinning globe with your index finger and don't hit water, they've been there sometime in 2015. The wide world of special operations this year U.S. Special Operations Forces have already deployed to 135 nations. According to Ken McGraw, a spokesman for the Special Operations Command, we know that as SOCOM. Pay attention to the acronyms here because I'm only going to give you probably the verbiage spelled out one time. Because there's a lot of comms in here, folks, as you will discover. This, if this doesn't turn, if, if your hair is turning white right now and you could still use just for men and hide it, by the time I'm done with you, it'll be totally white. <laughs> that's roughly 70%, 135 nations, that's roughly 70% of the countries on this planet. Every day, in fact, America's most elite troops are carrying out missions in 80 to 90 nations, practicing night raids or sometimes conducting them for real, engaging in sniper training or sometimes actually gunning down enemies from afar. As part of a global engagement strategy of the endless hush-hush operations conducted on every continent but Antarctica, and I wouldn't bet on that one, they have now eclipsed the number of range of special ops missions undertaken at the height of the conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan. In the waning days of the Bush administration, special operations forces were reportedly deployed in only about 60 countries around the world. By 2010, according to the Washington Post, that number had swelled to 75. Three years later, it had jumped to 134 nations. Are you getting the math here? We're leading up to Donald Trump. Oh, it it slipped 133 last year before reaching a new record of 135 countries this summer. Donald Trump watch. Warning. The 80% increase over the last five years is indicative of SOCOM's exponential expansion, which first shifted into high gear following the 9-11 attacks. Folks, this wasn't about a couple of buildings. It wasn't about 3,000 lives. It was about waging war on this entire planet and not being accountable. 
kind of like you can't sue a police officer or government official for a death? Yeah. There's that special built-in immunity. Oh, and when really necessary, I might add at this point, where you don't want military, well, you don't mind the military uniforms, but it's the insignias that they wear. That's when you call up the highly paid mercenary guys. You know, the people that have made killing an art and their daily job. Oh, what a wonderful way to earn your daily bread, right? Turning people into human confetti. How nice. I'm sure your mother is proud. Special Operations Command funding, for example, has more than tripled from about $3 billion in 2001 to nearly $10 billion in 2014, according to Government Accountability Office. Uh, hold, hold, hold the phone here. No, the Pentagon keeps losing track of trillions of dollars. Keep that in mind. This is only what they're willing to admit. Do you think they're actually running operations, funding everything? And folks, it's just not the human being in the boots, on the ground, in the country. It's all the support, logistics, everything else. It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of money. So if you're thinking here that, uh, oh, $10 billion, well, yeah, geez, that's a hell of a war chest, ain't anywhere close to it. Why do you think the CIA never wanted to get the hell out of Afghanistan? Hell, there's money fields. You know, you often hear about a money trees. Money doesn't grow on trees. It grows on little bushes. It's called opium. It's called heroin. It's what it's manufactured into. Great cash cow, off the books. Funds a lot of different things. And by the way, this is rattling my cage here. It's going to take me forever to get through this, but a little other factoid I'll throw in there. If the story is true that Donald Trump is considering making the CIA um commercial operation. Whew. Donald. You know, you put the yarmulke on and you went to the wailing wall. I'm so verklept, I'm ranting over here. That's bad enough. I'll get around to that as well later. Now, according to this, this doesn't include funding from the various service branches with SOCOM estimates that around another $8 billion annually or another undisclosed sums that the GAO was unable to track. (laughs) Yeah. The average number of special operations forces deployed overseas has nearly tripled during these same years, while SOCOM more than doubled its personnel from about 33,000 in uh, 2001 to nearly 70,000 now. 70,000 of these warriors just covertly operating in 135 different countries. Wow. Folks... I'll continue to turn your hair white on the other side of this break. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. 
With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. They railed against the crown. Another ragtag band. Declaring independence. Laid their bodies down. Each day, according to SOCOM Commander General Joseph Vodal, approximately 11,000 special operations are deployed or stationed outside the United States, with many more on standby, ready to respond in the event of an overseas crisis. Isn't that nice? I think a lot of our resources are focused in Iraq, he says, I think a lot of our, like he doesn't know. <laughs> I think a lot of our resources are focused in Iraq and the Middle East and Syria for right now. That's really where our, our head has been, Vodal told the Aspen Security Forum in July. 
Still, he insisted his troops were not doing anything on the ground in Syria. Even if they had carried out a night raid there a couple of months before, and it was later revealed that they were involved in a covert compa- uh, campaign rather, of drone strikes in that country. And you can just read the last half of that one as total BS. I think we're increasing our focus on the Eastern Europe at this time. He thinks. At the time we can at the same time we continue to provide some level of support on South America for Colombia and other interests that we have down there. And then of course we're engaged out in the Pacific with a lot of our partners, reassuring them and working those relationships and maintaining our presence out there. Hmm. Just sounds like a garden party, doesn't it? You know, we're going to be throwing a party over here, and here's the guest list, and please stop by. It's, I think, you know, I think it's a garden party. In reality, the average percentage of special operations forces deployed in the greater Middle East has decreased in recent years. Back in 2060, 85% of special operations were deployed in support of Central Command, the Geographic Combatant Command, well, here we go, the GCC, and overseas operations in that region. By last year, that number had dropped to 69%, according to the GAO figures. Over the same span, Northern Command, devoted to homeland defense, held steadfast at 1%. European Command, UCOM, doubled its percentage from 3 to 6%. Pacific Command, that's PACOM, Increased from 7 to 10%. And Southern Command, which oversees Central and South America, as well as the Caribbean, inched up from 3 to 4%. The largest increase, however, was in a region conspicuously absent from Votel's rundown of special op deployments. In 2006, just 1% of special operations deploy, deployed abroad were sent to Africa Command Area of Operations. Last year, it was 10%. I think. We really don't know, do we? Yeah, we do. We're starting to find out. This is this is maddening. Globetrotting is SOCOM stock and trade, not coincidentally, it divided into a collection of planet-girding sub-unified commands. The self-explanatory uh, SOC Africa, SOC Euro for, for European contingent, SOC Cent, the subunified command of CENTCOM, or SOCOR, which is devoted strictly to Korea. SOCPAC, which con- uh, covers the rest of Asia-Pacific region. SOC-South, which conducts missions in Central America. South America and the Caribbean. SOC-North, which is devoted to homeland defense. And uh, Joint Special Operations Command, or JSOC a clandestine subcommand, formerly headed by Votel, by the way, or at least he thinks, made up of personnel from each service branch, including SEALs, Air Force Special Tactics Airmen, the Army's Delta Force, and specializes in tracking and killing suspected terrorists. Or somebody, they don't really give a damn who it is. It's just a mission, and we'll, we'll kill it. Just point our nose in the wind in the right direction, and we'll go kill it. So 
SOCOM's SOF, or Special Operations Alphabet Soup. Now, most deployments have, however, been training missions designed to tutor proxies and forge stronger ties with allies. Special Operations Forces provide individual-level training, unit-level training, formal classroom training, and explains SOCOM's Ken McGraw, including training that can be in the subjects like basic rifle marksmanship, land navigation, airborne operations, and first aid. Isn't that sweet? Put a Band-Aid on it, soldier. It won't hurt very long. They provide anti-level training, or unit-level training, rather, in subjects like small unit tactics, counterterrorism operations, maritime operations, SOF can also provide formal classroom training in hello, subjects hello, like hello. military discipline. From beautiful Colorado, my name or is... staff planning. We're a one-stop shop. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods. And training, or JSETs. There's another acronym. In as many as 67 countries each year, JSETs are officially devoted to training U.S. forces, but they nonetheless serve as key facet of SOCOM's global engagement strategy. We're global, baby. More on this when we get back. This is sickening. The swamp? <laughs> no, we're an island in a sea of sewer. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shiloji Stress. as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shiloji by other names. Shilojit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. 
allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Special Operations Forces conducted 75 training exercises in 30 countries in 2014. The numbers were projected to jump to 98 exercises in 34 countries by the end of this year. Now, SOCOM places a premium on international partnerships and building their capacity. Today, SOCOM has persistent partnerships with about 60 countries through our Special Operations Forces liaison elements and joint planning and advisory teams. said Mr. I Think Votel at a conference earlier this year, drawing attention to two of the many types of shadowy special ops entities that operate overseas. (laughs) And they have they have they have an acronym for it. It's a soulful. It's an S F O L E S. And JPAT. Belong to a mind-bending alphabet soup of special op entities operating around the globe. A jumble of opaque acronyms, or acronyms, rather. I keep getting called out for calling it an acronym. Acronyms. And stilted abbreviations masking a secret world of clandestine efforts often conducted in the shadows of impoverished lands ruled by problematic regimes. Where if they ain't when we get there, they are when we leave. My words, not his. The proliferation of this bewildering, so calm shorthand, so JTFs and CJFOTFs and SOCCESs and SOLESs mirrors the relentless expansion of the command with its signature brand of military speak or mill speak, proving as indecipherable to most Americans as its missions are secret from them. 
around the world, you can find special operations joint task forces combined with joint special operation task forces and joint special operation task forces, theater special operations commands, as well as special operations command and control elements and special operations liaison elements. And if that list doesn't even include special operations command forward elements, small teams which, according to the military, shape and coordinate special operations forces, security cooperation and engagement in support of theater special operations command. Geographic combatant command and country team goals and objectives. Gee, it's like coaching a football game, isn't it? Here's the play, boys. Go get them. Go win one for the zipper. Special Operations Command will not divulge the locations or even simple count of its sock forwards for security reasons. When asked how releasing only a number could imperil security, SOCOM's Ken McGraw was typically opaque. The information is classified. I am not the classification authority for that information, so I do not know the specifics of why the information is classified. Hoorah. Open source data suggests, however, that they are clustered in favored black ops stomping grounds, including Sock Forward Pakistan, Sock Forward Yemen, Sock Forward Lebanon, as well as Sock Forward East Africa. Sock forward Central Africa and sock forward West Africa and the world's not saying sock it to me. They don't even know what the hell is going on half the time in the countries that are being invaded or being set up to be nation built. Oh, that's I don't you just love that term? Nation building. As if nothing existed there before, and here's our idea on how things should be. Yeah. Here's your Christmas gift. Ignore the dead and burning bodies laying around you. No, 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 no. We're here with a gift for you. What's clear is that SOCOM prefers to operate in the shadows while its personnel and missions expand globally to little notice or attention. The key thing is SOCOM brings to the table is that we, we think of ourselves as a global force. We support the geographic combatant commanders, and we are not bound by the artificial brown boundaries that normally define the regional areas in which they operate. And if you haven't concluded so far, they're not bound by anything. So what we try to do is we try to operate across those boundaries. And again, this is Mr. I think Votel telling the Aspen Security Forum. Where do they get these creatures? Do they breed these creatures in test tubes? Are they genetically engineered? Where in the hell do they get these people? Folks, anymore, I look at anybody operating inside this government, you don't know what's under that mask. You don't know what kind of beast you're actually looking at. You don't know how much death and destruction they have caused. You don't know how they've cooperated. You know, we're we're all busy talking about government corruption. 
folks, I've said this before and I will say it again. I don't know if you want to know all of what there is to know about what our government is doing, what it has been doing, and what it plans to do in the future. That is prescription, I believe, for a rubber room deployment. It would drive you absolutely nuts. Swamp? Oh, God. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. That's a referral to the bought-off and paid and corrupt individuals in Washington. I call them the sock puppets. The real power is echelons higher, ever higher. In one particular blurring of the boundaries, special operations liaison officers, oh, here's another one, they're called solos, are embedded in at least 14 key U.S. embassies to assist in advising the special forces of various allied nations already operating in Australia, Brazil, Canada, Colombia, El Salvador, France, Israel, Italy, Jordan, Kenya, Poland, Peru, Turkey, and the United Kingdom. The solo program is poised, according to Votel, to expand to 40 countries by 2019. The command has especially, JSOC, has forged close ties with the Central Intelligence Agency, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the National Security Agency, among other outfits, through the use of liaison officers and special operations support teams. Oh, there's another one, SOSTs. In today's environment, our effectiveness is directly tied to our ability to operate with domestic and international partners. To what end? See, this is all this... What's the mission? What did we ask going into Iraq? What's the mission? What did we ask when we went into Afghanistan? What's the mission? And they tried to make everybody believe that, well, we weren't really in Syria. Yes, we were. And when we weren't, we were shoveling money and training through one of these groups to go kill Assad. In today's environment, our effectiveness is directly tied to our ability to operate with domestic and international partners. We, as a joint force, must continue to institutionalize interoperability, integration, interdependence between conventional forces and special operations forces through doctrine, training, and operational deployments. This is what Vogel told the Senate Armed Services Committee this spring. And what the hell did they say about it? Next to nothing. Here's all these little flowery terms without letting on one iota of the depth of all this. And our bought and paid for politicians sitting there in their nice little coffeeered hair and their suits and business suits and sitting there listening to this. They might as well replace them with blow-up dolls. SOCOM will not name the 135 countries in which America's most elite forces were deployed this year, let alone disclose the nature of those operations. Most were undoubtedly training efforts, documents obtained from the Pentagon via 
the Freedom of Information Act and don't count on that lasting very much longer. That's a threat to national security. You don't need to know those things. Therefore, ergo, we're not going to give it to you. You can request that information until the cows come home, but it's national security. Go away, boy, you bother me. You see what this is turning into? One gigantic police state inside this country and one gigantic military operational force globally. And people are wondering why that guy with a bad haircut in North Korea is a little upset. <laughs> he probably knows one-tenth of what I'm telling you right now, but it's bad enough that it it's fulfilling their philosophy in their country. Every man, woman, and child, since they're able to understand the language is told... Americans are bad. They want to destroy us. They want to occupy this country like they've done so many others, like they're still doing in Germany, like they're still in Japan. Most people don't think of those as being operational forces because, well, there's not a war. But why are we there? Uh, Who since World War II wanted to attack Japan? And why do we have forces over there? Same could be said for Germany. Why do we have so many military bases in Germany? I'm sorry, is the next Hitler right around the corner? Did I miss it? Oh, no, that's just a part of a bigger package, North Atlantic Treaty Organization, which is another animal unto itself. (laughs) All these operations going on, folks, and we can't keep the stuff greased up, bearinged, lubricated, operational, we got stuff that's falling apart in the military right and left. But we've got to revamp the military. This is what Ron Paul was talking about when he was running for president. Well, kind of sort of running for president. That he was trying to explain that we do not have to weaken our forces whatsoever. If we just shut these damn bases that we've been operating for a number of years that are nothing but a money hole. It's not securing anybody from anything. As a matter of fact, in many cases, it it destabilizes. It makes it more dangerous. Good example, Middle East, 16 years later. What do we have? They can't even count the damn dead. That's how many there are. Are you getting your mind wrapped around this? Are you, are you beginning to understand this? The depth and the breadth of this depravity is mind-numbing. <laughs> so SOCOM won't name the 135 countries in which they're in their helping them. We're from the government and we're here to help. And as I said, some some documents were obtained from the Pentagon via the Freedom of Information Act outlining joint combined exchange training in 2013. Offer an indication of what special operations forces do on a daily basis and also what skills are deemed necessary for their real-world missions. Combat marksmanship, patrolling, weapons training, 
small unit tactics, special operations in urban terrain, close quarter combat, advanced marksmanship, sniper employment, long-range shooting, deliberate attack, and heavy weapons employment, in addition to combat, casualty care, human rights awareness, oh my God, land navigation and mission planning, among others. Human rights awareness? What are you, was that a class to make me aware that the people that I'm turning into confetti, that that's what I'm doing, I'm aware that's what I'm doing? Is that what that training is? Or is the training just, uh, never mind the fact that you're turning this person into human confetti. It's your mission. It's a job. Don't question it. War is nasty. People die. You're a uniformed soldier. Don't forget. And your duty is to obey your command. From Joint Special Operations Task Force Juniper Shield, which operates in Africa's Trans-Sahara region, Special Operations Command and Control Element Horn of Africa, to Army Special Operations Forces Liaison Element Korea, and Combined Joint Special Operations Task Force Arabian Peninsula, the global growth of the Special Operations Missions has been breathtaking. SEALs are Green Berets, Delta Force operators, air commandos. They're all constantly taking on what Voto likes to call the nation's most complex, demanding, and high-risk challenges. None of it, folks, set up for defense. None of it. None. Zero. These forces carry out operations almost entirely unknown to the American taxpayers who fund them. Well, that's really a misnomer. It's what the government is borrowing to run them and then putting the bill on your back and you don't even know what the hell you're paying for. Operations conducted far from the scrutiny of the media or meaningful outside oversight of any kind whatsoever. Every day, in and around 80 or more countries that Special Operations Command will not name, they undertake missions the command refuses to talk about. They exist in the secret world of obtuse anacronyms and shadowy efforts, of mystery missions kept secret from the American public, not to mention most of the citizens of the 135 nations where they've been deployed this year. One of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. 
hemppaste.com slash rbn. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, Keep asking yourself the question, what is the mission here? What's the mission? Bring peace to the world? How much peace have we brought? Countered by how much death and destruction and debt? And if countries don't hate us and they want to send jihadists or give it a name, I don't give a damn what it is, a country that's tired of seeing the United States beat them up, kill them, replace their government, kind of like plug and play on a global basis. It's like a video game. This summer when Vodal commented that more special operations troops are deployed to more locations and we're conducting more operations than at the height of the Afghan and Iraq wars. What wars? It was never a war. It was never declared. Was it?
He drew attention to two conflicts in which those forces played major roles that have not turned out too well for the United States. Consider that symbolic of what the bulking up of the command has meant in these years. Ultimately, the best indicator of our success will be the success of the geographic combatant commands, says the special ops chief, but with U.S. setbacks in Africa's command area of operations from Mali to Nigeria to Burkina Faso. What the hell is that? I've never even heard of that before. Burkina Faso. Yeah, like you're saying like you know what the hell it is. Where is it? Where Where is it? It's an island or an African country. Oh, that really nailed it down. Thank you. We're not supposed to remember where it is. Okay, it's an African country. Fine. <laughs> now, to these guys, it's just another mission stop. They don't give a damn where it is. I am... Oh, and let's not forget Cameroon. In Central Command's bailiwick from Iraq to Afghanistan to Yemen to Syria, in PACOM region vis-a-vis China, and perhaps even the UCOM area of operations due to Russia, it's far from clear what successes can be attributed to the ever-expanding secret operations of the American secret military. The Special Ops Commander seems resigned to a very real limitations of what his secretive but much ballyhooed highly trained, well-funded, heavily armed operators can do. We can buy space, we can buy time, says Vodal, stressing that SOCOM can play a very, very key role in countering violent extremism. What? Countering violent extremism? You're the creators of it. You're the mamas of it. But only up to a point, he says, and at that point seems to fall strikingly short of anything resembling victory or even significant foreign policy success. And what's our mission? What's the foreign policy? Ultimately, he says, you know, problems like we see in Iraq and Syria, he says, aren't going to be resolved by us. Even though we birthed it, we're responsible for it. The bodies are stacking every higher. The bills are going even higher. The hate of the United States is going even higher. But Mr. Vogel here, he just thinks that he's doing the right thing. I'm going to play a very short clip for you on the second hour that sums kind of all this up from a past president. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly cows too. 
Ezoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 